Namaste. It's Renee, and welcome to my podcast, Peace, Love, Abundance. Today, I would really love to talk about fall. Fall is uh, definitely in the air. Colorado, we finally have had some bouts of um, cold air. We were hanging in the 90s. It was kind of crazy. Our first few days of fall, we were still in the 90 degrees and upwards. And now, finally, fall is starting to bless us with some cold air. The trees are changing lots of colors. Leaves are falling everywhere. And fall is truly that transitional time. I believe that the equinoxes, both equinox, fall and spring, represent a lot of transition because it's that space between summer and winter. And they are called the equinox for a reason. It's If you lived in a place where there was equal light and equal day, that's what happens on the equinox. And having that balance between lightness and darkness during the spring and fall is truly that that transition between the longest day of the year and the shortest day of the year. And a lot is going on, lots of transitions. It also represents, you know, people getting back into routines, the transition of the kids going back to school. They've been in school for a few weeks now and People are starting to get more into a routine and a habit with that versus in the summer, sometimes anything goes. And in the in the winter, on the shortest days of the year, we tend to be indoors a lot because it's colder outside unless you live somewhere like Hawaii that is more temperate. Anyway, fall is very transitional for many of us. And This time of year, things start to dry up, the leaves change color, they dry up, they fall off. In Ayurveda, it's very much the vata time of year. The vata dosha, of the three doshas, the vata dosha, and just real quick, if you don't know what the doshas are, skip back to some of my earlier podcasts, and I explain the three doshas and even break them down into each of their own podcasts. But the vata dosha is is the sign of fall, when things are starting to dry up and change and become more dormant. The vata in Ayurveda tends to have less of a fire inside. The, The fire, the digestive fire starts to burn more minimally. However, even though naturally the vata fire starts to uh, burn down and flicker a little bit less, it also needs fire to be able to digest whatever's coming its way so it can prepare for winter. So that's why vatas, a true vata, really needs to be careful this time of year because you can actually put your fire out. Vata also represents wind and air. So the air and even fall tends to have wind. You can just feel it in the atmosphere, right? Fall, there's the whole saying, fall is in the air. And vata is all about that. They're air and wind. 
So it's very easy to put out their fire because the wind sometimes puts it out or the air smothers it out. But what you got to remember is fire does need oxygen. So we have to be more mindful about getting our oxygen this time of year. And believe me, vata can hit anybody's body this time of year. Even if you don't tend to be a vata body, everybody has a little bit of vata in them in the fall because it's that time of year. And if you let the wind or the air being fall in the air, the dryness, if you let that put your fire out, it's hard to regain it. So it's best to continue to cultivate a nice strong fire. There's even the quote, sky above, earth below, fire within. Yes, our fire within is very important. So continuing to exercise and keep the blood flowing through your body keeps the fire going as well, right? When we exercise, our body warms up. So it is a nice, consistent breath in and out of your nose. And most of all, drinking tea, tea or cooked foods. This is the time of year where you want to start giving up salads. You want to start giving up those raw veggies and start eating more cooked foods. So start making your soups and your stews and teas and cider, right? Cider, pumpkin spice lattes. Hello. There's a reason why these foods get associated with these seasons is because they actually do feel good on the body to have these warming foods. So go with the flow, go with the season and eat these warming foods and your body will appreciate it. Because when you start putting cold food in your body, when it's cold out and your fire is already struggling, you're just going to add more ice to the fire, right? We never add ice to the fire. We actually add more fuel to the fire. So you want to give your fire something to burn and something warm to start with. So that's your body and internally. And everybody needs this, not just your typical vata dosha, but everybody has a little bit of vata in them this time of year. And as we move into winter, it's even more important. The vata really struggles in winter because they do not like the cold. They don't do well in the cold. So if you can go into winter by cultivating a nice fire, eating warming foods, hot foods, and exercising, get that routine going and resist letting yourself get stagnant. Because the vata does not like to be stagnant. So you need to keep moving and keep warm food in your body at all times. It's a good time of year to stop drinking your blended spinach smoothies in the morning. The cold protein drinks with frozen fruit in it. It's a good time to start weaning yourself off. Now, if you live someplace like Colorado, it's kind of confusing because one day we can be... Um, hot and then the next day cold. Now, if it's a hot day and you think your body can handle your cold shake, you you know, you can kind of cater to the day. But when it truly turns cold and, and where you live starts to have more that consistent cold pattern, you need to prepare your body for those colder days and start feeding it more the warmer foods including root vegetables. This is also when we start to introduce more root vegetables into our body, like sweet potatoes. 
also your squashes, your winter squashes. Summer squashes are going to be more your zucchini. Winter squashes are more like the butternut squash, the acorn, and those squashes that you really need to bake in the oven for a long duration at a high heat so that you can get them to really be soft and break them down and warm. When you eat them, eat them warm. And it's super yummy, and the body loves that kind of stuff. Eat it with some ghee or butter. If you really like butter and you want butter and you do well with dairy, do real better. But if you don't do well with dairy, sometimes you can get away with doing ghee. In Ayurveda, they're big proponents of ghee, but I'm a big proponent of either one, butter or ghee, because you need the fat to help you digest your food. Fat helps us digest. If you ever have a hard time digesting food or you feel bloated after you eat, there's a couple reasons why you're bloated. One, you're lacking some fat to help you digest your food. Two, you're eating raw veggies and they don't settle well with your belly because you don't have a high enough digestive fire. It is so important to keep your digestive fire burning brightly and listening to your body. Ayurveda, much like yoga, Ayurveda and yoga are the sister science of each other. So Ayurveda is all about listening to your body, just like yoga is. So all you need to do is listen to your body and do what feels right. If it, you eat something and it doesn't feel right, stop eating it. I want to take a moment here and honor fall. All of its beauty and everything it has to deliver. The equal day, equal night, and the trees, the adjustment that they go through. They work so hard to grow new branches and new leaves. And then in the fall, they turn the most glorious colors ever, right? A tree is most photographed, most talked about, and odd at this time of year. But then a tree has to prepare to let go of its possessions. What makes it so beautiful? What makes it so talked about this time of year? It also has to prepare for winter and let go of its prized possessions, what makes it so beautiful. But also knowing that what makes it so beautiful weighs it down in the winter. Those leaves cannot stay on the tree all winter long because then when the heavy snow falls, the leaves and the branches will break. So the tree knows it has to let go of its most prized possessions to be able to survive the winter. And in the winter, a tree on the surface looks dead because it's dormant, right? It's lost all its leaves. It's just a skeleton of a tree. But a tree is very much still alive, and it's surviving below the surface for the winter. Kind of like hibernating, like how a bear hibernates for the winter. It goes into a cave or a den and hibernates, right? So that tree is very much alive even in the winter as it goes dormant and seeks the 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 safety of below the surface all winter long so that in the spring... It has its chance to start its cycle all over again. New growth, new longer branches, more height, leaves, and creates beautiful shade for the next summer. So take a lesson from a tree. Even at a time in your life when you shine the most brightly, those attachments we also have to let go of. Those times in our lives where 
I have a son, and when he graduated from high school, and and it was time for me to let him go out on his own, that was a tough time for me. But yet it was time to let go of that attachment, knowing that it's his time to shine. So yes, much like a tree, at a time in their lives when they shine the brightest, a tree has to let go of its leaves knowing there'll be another time to shine. Trees also produce seeds, right? That's part of what they do from spring to summer and even fall is produce their seeds to release them so that the seeds will work their way into the soil all winter long. And in the spring, sometimes new trees sprout or new plants sprout, right? That same kind of theory of trying to let go of my son whenever it came time to let him go and be his own person. So yes, in life, we do attach to happy things. Often we talk a lot about being attached to the bad cycles or the destructive cycles and the bad things in life. But we also attach to the good things in life. And there does come a time when you need to let go of something good so that you can move on and create more good. Having children and when it comes time to let them go is one of the biggest lessons out there or the biggest analogies out there that I can even come up with. And Holding on to attachments, period, good or bad, keeps us from something new, keeps us from that new growth in the spring, being able to grow bigger and taller. And believe me, we're never too old to grow. So I want you to take a lesson from a tree that, yes, even at our brightest, most grandest times of our our cycles, we also have to let those go as well knowing that there will be another opportunity to shine. And if you feel as though there isn't another opportunity in your life to shine, then you're not trying hard enough. You're not seeking what it is that helps you feel your highest power, what cultivates you to create that vibrance in your body, in your life. There's always more. We're never too old to grow. And we need to cultivate that. Finding even your dharma. Dharma in Sanskrit is your true path, what you're meant to do, who you're meant to be. And never give up. Never, never, never. There's always something out there for you to learn and discover. Even if it's taking on a pottery class. You're never too old to learn or never too old to bring something more creative into your life. Life isn't all about the bad things and the bad things that we attach to, but it's also about letting go of your precious, beautiful leaves and finding more leaves to grow and cultivate. So do this for yourself. Constantly stimulate yourself. Constantly seek more, more knowledge, more use of your hands, again, like pottery class or something to that. Read a book that feeds your soul. Whatever it is, you're never too old to learn. And with growth, we find change. And with change, we find growth. So never give up. Never stop. And this fall, take a look at the trees. Honor a tree. Everything that a tree goes through. 
how its leaves and its seeds find its way to the earth so it can stimulate new growth another day. It's like opening and closing doors. You can do it too. So take a lesson from Mother Nature. Honor this fall. Honor any transitions that may be coming your way in your life. Take it on. You can do it. You can take on anything. Dreams do come true, but they do take work. So if you have any dreams you've been putting off, I encourage you to focus on your dreams and move on. Find something new in your life. Open a new door. Close an old door if you need to. But it's never too late. I created an entire program. It's a master class on goal setting. If there's something you've been putting off in your life, now is the time to do it. When there's a lot of transition going on around you, it's a great time to jump into that flow and create something new and accomplish something you've always wanted to accomplish. If you need a little shove or push or guidance with that, sign up for my Goals Masterclass, Connecting the Dots. It's up on my website now. It's pre-recorded and ready for you. So if you purchase it today, you start today. And there's no better time to start than right now in the present. Because if you've been putting something off, it's time to stop putting it off. It's time to start growing some new leaves. In this winter, when you're indoors, It's a great time to cultivate some new growth. So I really encourage you, if there's something out there that you've been dreaming about or wanting to accomplish, there's no better time than now to start. And a little guidance might be just the ticket. So on my website, look it up. Goals Masterclass, Connecting the Dots. And you purchase it. It's online. It's ready for you today. And... It could change your life or change your winter coming up, giving you something else to focus on than the seasonal disorder and depression and negativity. Cultivate some vitality in your life. You know you want to, you know you can, and it's out there waiting for you. Today, though, this is where I'm going to leave you with contemplating nature and taking a lesson from a tree. Peace, love, abundance. Thank you for being here and namaste.